Today, we're going to be talking about Mr. Robot Season 3 and The Crown. So stay tuned. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. This is our Tube Talk. This is where we talk about television. Television. Episodes of shows that we have had a chance to check out and watch. A lot of shows not on the air. Hiatus right now. (laughs) Winter break. Winter break going on. So I'm kind of doing a recap and also finally getting into a couple shows uh, that I've wanted to check out, but uh, haven't gotten quite to those yet because it's been a big week for film. Yeah, very big yeah, week. Spent all my um, time going and watching some Star sort Wars. of space movie came out, and they're talking about it all over the space interwebs. Space shoot 'em up or thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, definitely listen to that podcast if you hadn't yep. had a chance. To. <laughs> we had some interesting thoughts there back and forth. But as mentioned, going to be talking about Mister Robot season three and the Crown. Yeah, um, Matt, you're not going to be saying too much. I'm not going to be saying a lot. Not. A lot. Um, I've seen season one of Mister Robot and a, a episode or two of the Crown. My wife, however, she could probably chime in. She likes the Crown. She really likes it. Well, get her on she, the phone, man. I know. I know. She's seen it. She's seen. I wanted to say both seasons multiple times at this point. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> really so, like it. Yeah, she likes it. Cool. Um, Why don't you cool. give some ways to get connected? Since Let's, you're not going to be talking too much, Let's do this, guys. So get connected with us. Social media: Facebook.com/slash The Real Review, or sorry, slash sorry, Facebook.com/slash <laughs> Real Review Media, and then Instagram and Twitter at Real Review Media, YouTube.com slash The Real Review, and then also RealReviewMedia.com, and it's got all those in there. You can email us at RealReviewMedia at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about these shows, and if there's some new shows coming out that you're really excited for, you want to tell us about, do it, and that's how you can do that. There you go. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's get into it. Uh, we're going to talk about Mr. Robot Season 3 to start here. Um, we kind of tease this because you've been talking, about, we started out talking about it, but Mr. Robot is one of yeah. those shows that's almost best served as like an entirety. It's It tells an ongoing story. Right. Um, and it really uh, keeps you guessing about a lot of things, a lot of elements. And so I wanted to, I probably would have talked about it more, but we had a lot of other shows to talk about. Yeah. So. We talked about the first couple episodes of the this season, and um, I think up until episode, I think we got up to episode five or six, yeah, where they did this tremendous like one, one take one episode. Show. It went off, yeah, yeah, and it was um, beautiful. And yeah, I think we talked about that. Yeah. yeah, overall with this season, and and I haven't talked a lot about spoilers, and so I think I will tiptoe a little bit into some of the spoiler territory, just warning people there, um, if they don't want to have anything spoiled with the show, definitely skip over this part. Yeah. Um, so. Season three. Overall so, thoughts. Did you like yeah, it? Overall thoughts. I really liked it. Oh, good. They did things in this season that I think played with your, and the show tends to do this, but it played with your perceptions of reality okay. in a really fun way. Um, I think one of the things that could be difficult and could be a struggle is this sort of ongoing relationship that Mr. Robot or Christian Slater has with Elliot, mm-hmm. uh, played by Rami Malik. And they did a really cool thing in the season where they didn't, it didn't, it never felt old, never felt tired and kind of burnt out because that will they, who will be in charge, who's going to take control kind of tension kind of boiled up and came to a head right around that episode they're talking about with the one take where literally it was the episode after I would say. So throughout the course of, you saw the first two seasons, the first season in particular was really about the stage one type process Mm -hmm. that they were going through where they wanted to destroy Evil Corp and kind of ruin all the files. And it turns out that there was a bigger plan and process that was kind of orchestrated behind the scenes by the character named White Rose. And it 
moved slowly more and more into sort of White Rose's story, and a lot of characters have started to die off oh. and be killed out. You know, you thought at the beginning it was going to be the story about F Society, yeah. and you know, uh, Elliot's character working with them to try and take down this evil corporation, and it's kind of still about that, but it's it's gone more into territory of less the evil corporation and more the evil people that manipulate the world and sort of treat people like just tools and things they can manipulate and move around. And so it's been interesting because they've definitely gone in a few directions with some of the characters and killing them off that I wasn't expecting. Uh, Um, Killing people. Yeah, killing people off, I think. Um, And they've also gone in directions where it kind of makes you wonder, like, is what you're... He's he's an untrustworthy narrator, narrator. And so you're kind of wondering, like, is this reality? Is this the truth? Is it what right. he's saying it is? And um, that, that keeps it interesting. And I think in this last season, in particular, you really get the sense of this guy being broken. Okay. You know, Elliot has always been somebody that's, like, kind of broken, but in this season, even more so than the prior ones. And it, it builds up to a head at the end of the season where... He kind of has to make this gamble okay. of sorts to make a decision that he's going to try and do something to break free of everything that's taken place over the last, you know, at this point, three seasons or so. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it just really is interesting. Uh, Portia Doubleday's character, um, she plays a character named Angela. She kind of breaks over His the sister? course of this. No. No. Um, who, is, is she still around? <laughs> yeah, Darlene. Okay. She's played oh, by- Oh, Angela's a blonde girl. Carly. Yep. Okay, yeah. So she- they had the opportunity of kind of going in this direction again where it would be like a romantic and they were almost very quickly like, nope, going to shut the door on mm-hmm. that. Um, she played this character that she's almost like mentally breaking down because of the events that happened in this third season, stage two, if you will, of the process where White Rose has really come at the forefront of being this manipulative type fac- right. factor. Um, she's come to the f- She's gotten to this place where she's kind of breaking down. It's been interesting to see her character kind of go through this process of in a way, betraying Elliot and then having to come to terms with what that betrayal meant in her relationship there, but then also the impacts of her decision in the world because it carries very dire consequences for a lot of people because she was manipulated. And she almost gets into this place where she's just mentally broken, where she's incapable of dealing with the circumstances around her. And so very interesting that they're doing with her. They started to tiptoe in a direction, we talked about this before, where it was almost like time travel. Okay. And the reality of time travel. You mentioned travel. that like some sci-fi-ish kind of-ish yeah, stuff is Yeah, and I don't want to spoil how they handle that in this season. Okay. But I would say that it, I thought that it was interesting the direction that they took yeah. ultimately with that, where you're kind of left with this answer, but at the same time, it it's kind of like playful. I feel like he kind of played with you a little bit, mm-hmm. The you know, the the main guy behind the same Esmail. He kind of plays with you a little bit, sure. and that idea of it being about time travel and stuff, but not at the okay. same time, too. And so I thought that was really interesting and fun. Um, I think the biggest thing that I could just say about this season is it's very impactful. Okay. The characters are still very dynamic and interesting. They're making very big decisions for types of stuff. I would say Elliot is coming across more and more. He's almost like you're... It's weird because he's super strong and intelligent and powerful mm-hmm. in this this world, and you're kind of waiting for him to figure out what he needs to do in order to truly win over against the evil guys. Like you White still Rose root and... for him? Yes. Okay. You do. Overall, he's still a good guy in your mind. Okay. Um, that's good because that's the important thing for me. <laughs> yeah. And it. so it's interesting. And okay. I think this coming season, we're really going to see um, 
a movement towards him taking on White Rose and sort of the powers that be. Okay, I was going to say where you see the fourth season going. Okay. Yeah, and I think it's good. I, I think, I would think that there's not probably more than two more seasons okay. at most for this show. Yeah. Um, but I don't really know necessarily the direction yeah, they're going to try know, to take. I think that's fine. I think good seasons can end around four or five seasons and, and have that ending in sight unless you're... The Walking Dead and want to just keep ruining a show further. Yeah. <laughs> the idea of, you know, because it, it is getting a little looping, there is yeah. things that's kind of like you're revisiting this sure. again. And As long as they come up with some fresh stuff, I think you'll probably be all right. right. If they can do that, then I'm fine with it. Yeah. But otherwise, I would think wrapping up these stories within the next two seasons would yeah. probably be good. But I would really highly recommend, and I've done my best not to ruin too much here, I would really highly recommend the season. There's definitely elements I didn't like too Was much. Was it worth the extended wait? Because there was a bigger break between two and three. I think so. Okay, cool. I think they really need that in order to make this show what it, it's supposed to be. Cool. Um, I think the biggest wastes in the season was there was an episode where it really went into Tyrell and kind of his backstory and yeah. not backstory, but where he's been and what's been going on with yeah, him. He's a and, strange dude. Yeah, and that was kind of a bland episode. Yeah. It was just kind of pointless. Um, but I think that one take episode was one of the best season, one of the best episodes of a show I've seen in a very long time of That's any cool. sort. Um, and I think overall season three was just really, really cool. And it's fun to see sometimes actors I know from other projects pop up in this yeah. and be the character that they are. Um, like Ray uh, is a character, Craig Robinson from The Office. Mm-hmm. He's in this. Really? Yeah. And <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> I know, right? And you're yeah. thinking he's going to be this. And he's like, no, he's like a really good character. Oh, that's you know awesome. What I mean? And so, yeah, it's just an interesting show. It's fun ish cool you know it's impactful so uh as a season i'm gonna give this uh an a minus all right give it a 91 sweet overall 90s are all good bro cool uh then briefly let's move into our next show which is the crown the Um, crown i just start i started watching this because season two came out and i've known it's been nominated for you know bajillion awards and everything like that i felt like we had talked about this show no we haven't we haven't okay uh so the crown tells the inside story of two of the most famous addresses in the world, Buckingham Palace and 10 Downing Street, and the intrigues, loves, lives, machinations behind the great events that shaped the second half of the 20th century. Two houses, two courts, one crown. Yeah. Uh, it stars a, a pretty good, sizable cast here, uh, but you've got Claire, Claire Foy as Queen Elizabeth II, Matt Smith as Prince Philip, uh, Vanessa Kirby as Prince Margaret, John Lithgow as an amazing Winston Churchill, uh, and a pretty large, you've got Jared Harris as King George IV, or, yeah. I'm sorry, the sixth. Um, I'm not going to go into everybody because Elizabeth's dead, right? Yeah. Yeah. So a very, very large cast. And her mom, her, her mom, Queen Elizabeth I is Victoria Hamilton. Mm. Um, or just Queen Elizabeth. I don't know. I think she's just Queen Elizabeth. I don't think she's get, getting a number or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. So overall thoughts so far, I think this really is the kind of show that if you enjoy that whole like, oh dear, kind of intrigue. Of shows like yeah. you know they're not supposed to that's not supposed they're the prince and the princess you know then you're gonna love this show and i hate to put it in those terms yeah so i haven't seen this i've seen like maybe one or two episodes my wife yeah. loves the show she's all about this show she's seen it probably multiple times both one and two right and um one thing i will say about the show is it looks it looks great mm-hmm. um i'm not i'm not big on like period pieces so like Me neither, and, yeah. and so i was kind of like hey, i'm not as easy to get into it but there was one episode i got into i was like oh that's cool yeah um but uh i will say this the 
the scoring in this show is incredible. Yeah, two aspects that are huge. It's incredible yeah. because yeah. I'll be sitting there, I'll be passing through, and my wife's watching it. Yeah, and I'm like, man, this sounds so epic right now. What is happening? Right. Like, and I'll stop and I'll ask her, what is happening right now? I think that sells the show. Not yeah. that it needs to be sold, but there's two elements at play that I I agree. The cinematography is gorgeous at times. Yeah, you know, you talked about that element of the 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 one episode I think you did see, which is the smog episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The historical... Yeah, the way that they structure that with the cinematography, and you almost feel like you're in the smog. Like You almost feel like you're in that environment. And there's so many other times where you're amazed by how much they can do with probably the limited budget. I know this is a hugely budgeted It's actually one of the highest budgeted Netflix shows, I think. Right, but still. I mean, they're not going to spend, you know, $50 million on one episode or something like that. Right, it's not a movie. Right. So I I was really amazed by that. And I think as well the music, like you said... The problem with the music, I will say, although it is amazing, is that I find that at times, at times, not always, occasionally, the music will build to something that emotionally doesn't resonate with where the where the show's at okay so the the screen you know the, the score will be like don 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 like building yeah. like getting super big and you're like wow something big's about to happen and it's just like somebody walking down well the my stage. you know and you're like that's oh. true because i asked my wife i was like is, is something happening right now and she goes no the music kind of just does that at the end of each episode almost and there's moments too where in during the okay. course of the show the it'll just kind of build and it's almost like saying like this is important yeah. and it's not really yeah no, i got you and so that gets kind of frustrating because I'm I'm kind of the point now where the music is like oh it's nice but I can't trust it right. I can't trust <laughs> yeah. that yeah. you know and yeah. um, the the other element that I would say is awesome and very good is the acting yeah really great acting from a lot yeah, of characters I, I agree from what I've seen um, production design as well beautiful they really feel like they're in these environments and everything um, I think where it kind of falls apart for me is really the scripting okay and the the process that it kind of moves through because they kind of present these things. At time, they're limited because it's historical, yeah. And so they're limited by how far they can go with things, and they put things in such a strong. It should go this way. Type. Like there's, there's moments throughout the script where it's like, okay, legitimately these people should never talk to each other again. Sure. Like they should hate each other and be at odds with each other. But then by like the next scene or like the next episode, they're like back to just yeah. talking and they're kind of upset at each other. But and it's like you build this to such a height. You know, a, a perfect example is um, the relationship that Queen Elizabeth and Princess Margaret have. Mm-hmm. In all intents and purposes, she's made Princess Margaret's life very difficult at times and done some really, understandably, because she's the queen, but difficult things that, that have really hurt her. Right. And in my opinion, like, if if a friend or somebody that had done, somebody had done these things to me, I probably would spend a very large chunk of time not talking to them and not relating You'd to them. You'd be upset. Yeah, yeah I'd be very upset. <laughs> Maybe in public I would talk to them or something because I have yeah. to because I'm a queen, you know, princess, whatever. But behind the scenes, I wouldn't. Yeah. Um, and maybe they're building to that. Maybe they're building to that tensions and breaking. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, they also, the other thing that's kind of frustrating to me, and I think this is just the way that you maybe bring, take the show in. They're trying to make Queen Elizabeth at times to be this like Queen Elizabeth II, to be this like sympathetic person that you kind of like feel bad for. But I feel like she in the script is a pretty selfish character. Mm. She makes decisions that pretty much she wants to do at times, and maybe that comes with the role. But I feel like there's not enough given to her being sort of a bad person. Because I I see her as she does try and do what's right, Mm -hmm. but she also does some things legitimately to people that are really... I mean, a lot of people are hating on Prince Philip right now, for example, and I haven't seen the second season, so I don't know what happens. And there's no excuse, especially like if he's cheating on her or something like that. No excuse for that. 
but legitimately his life has been made horrible by her being the queen. I mean, he mm-hmm. had his his career taken away. He yeah. pretty much has to act like he's her, you know, he's her second and walk behind her and everything. And I don't care who you, wife, husband, if you're in a position in a marriage where one person is getting all the attention, getting all the power and the authority, and they're basically able to tell you whatever, to mm-hmm. do whatever, that's going to like frustrate yeah. you, yeah. you know? A marriage is supposed to be like two equals. Yeah. And it's not. It's treated very much like she's the queen and he's this guy that's with her. So um, I've been frustrated by that a little bit. But overall, I'm enjoying it. I'm looking forward to seeing kind of, I think this second season is really going to be about the breaking of the relationship between her and Prince Philip. Um, and I will say John Lithgow's character, I think he was nominated. I don't know if he won, but he does an amazing job as Winston Churchill. Cool. Really, yeah. really good job with that role. From what I've seen, it looked, yeah, it looked good. Yeah, I mean, it's almost, I almost don't see John Lithgow, which is hard because he's such a distinct look, yeah. look and yeah, style yeah. with his voice. I mean, it was really hard with me and him and Dexter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I was like, killer. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't see this guy as a serial killer. He's like yeah. John Lithgow. Yeah. I just see him as John Lithgow pretending to be a serial killer. So yeah, anyway, that's yeah. way jumping out. Okay, no, it's all good. Yeah, so um, so I would say season one, I would give my review like rating since I've made it through that. I would give it like a B. Okay, uh, cool. Right around like 85, 86. Um, and then that's good. move into season two. Nice. Cool. Any thoughts? No, that's it. I'm, I'm, right. It's... I, I know about the music. I know about that stuff. My wife's a, more of a pro on that than I yeah. am. Yeah. It was funny when I realized that, that I was like, oh, you're just kind of building the music to nothing. Yeah. And then from now on, I just don't trust it. So yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap things up on the podcast here. Some ways to get connected. Realreviewmedia.com is our website. We also have our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash realreviewmedia. We have our Twitter, Instagram, which are both at realreviewmedia. And then as well, we'd love to hear your thoughts and perspectives on our email via email, which is realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Do it. Any uh, other stuff there, man? No, that's it, man. All right. Well, it's been real. It's been real. But a bow.